Hashtag hello and welcome. My name is the Alpha Female and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa! G'day, Maddie's Bushwhacker Luke here. 2015 Hall of Famer. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is pro wrestling's only modern day Viking gunner and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus Tolders and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva Blue Pants Bates and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, fellas, uh, you guys have a great day. And and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. Oh, my God. That's a great (laughs) We've had 70-degree weather here. We really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians and we're spitting snow. My name's Carl Carafel. Joined alongside Chris Best and OMD, and this is Turnbuckle Talk, episode number 340, Walking Contracts Diction. Ah, yes. So much to go over in this episode here today, but first, Mr. Best, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. I was tripping out for a second at the introduction. I'm like, uh, what's going on here? Because I heard double sounds. Forgot I had the tab for uh, our channel open on YouTube. <laughs> that solves that mystery. Yep, yep. I gave I gave us uh, I gave us an extra view, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All good. OMD, my brother, how are you doing? I am doing quite well. I had a nice, relaxing, fairly easy day at work today, so can't complain nice it's always good when your days are nice and easy and then you can come and just chill and relax and talk some professional wrestling with your brothers it is fantastic and how are you doing tonight i'm i'm doing okay i'm uh i'm still under the weather i'm getting over it i'm doing the best that i can so that's about all that I really can do. I've taken some more medication and I've done what I can to make myself better. I mean, you don't sound like John Laurinaitis like you did last night. So, oh, right. That was, yeah, that was bad. Yeah. I went that back and rewatched bad. last night's show and you could actually see where your voice starts to, it starts off so super rough, but it clears up as the show goes on. <laughs> right. Hey, I think that was all thanks to the tea, to the peppermint yeah. tea that I had. I swear it had to have been. Yeah. Swear it. We got a bunch of different topics here to go over. And as always, we like to try to bring you things that uh, maybe the mainstream isn't really talking about. But right now, everything that needs to be talked about seems to be mainstream. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> let's start out. We talked a little bit about this yesterday. OMD, you had a little bit to say on this. Chris Best, you had a little bit. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's talk about this tomorrow because I've heard something totally different. Let's talk AEW and Wrestle Dream. OMD, what have you heard? What I have heard is there is a possibility. And I did read more. I found a little bit more again after the show last night. That says Tony Khan may have purchased New Japan Pro. As well now, he may have also purchased Stardom. One or both. Now, whether this is true or not, we don't know. That remains to be seen. I suppose we'll find out this weekend when he makes his huge announcement. Another huge announcement. Right? Right. New era. That's verbiage that uh, I've seen some different stuff on. Chris Best, have, have you seen or heard anything about what may be going on with this huge announcement from Tony Khan? Um, no, because lately when I hear Tony Khan has a huge announcement, it just falls by the wayside for me lately. 
because his huge announcements right. really aren't huge announcements. Right. However, I did do some digging into this supposed uh, looking at purchasing of New Japan. I'm I and I'm going to correct myself from yesterday because I thought great. Uh, I thought uh, Gato and uh, Jato still owned the company. Sorry, but it's Yukes that actually own the company. They are just like the president of the company. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So Yukes, as in video game developer. Yukes owns the company owns oh. New Japan. Right. Okay. <clears throat> I didn't know that. Me How neither. did I not know that? That's, they make all the wild. New Japan games. <laughs> true. Yep. Very true. Um, but this new era, it's almost seemingly like maybe there's a new generation. see, I have been hearing different things okay. that is supposed to happen and come with this new era coming from Wrestle Dream. What I have been hearing is that Ring of Honor will be put out to pasture. That Ring of Honor will simply become a catalog of matches that have happened in the past and that amalgamations will be forthcoming for the championships, taking Ring of Honor's name, putting it into the echelons of history and leaving it there and continuing on just simply as AEW, whatever the hell they want to call it. You guys haven't heard of that? No. I kind of got that inkling when Eddie Kingston won the ROH title the other day. Even though I know he has the New Japan title. Just kind of got that inkling because we're seeing the ROH titles being defended on AEW programming. So Right. Yeah. Um, right. Now, I yeah. Um, if this is the case, what a waste of money on Tony Khan to go out and purchase Ring of Honor. He did nothing to give it its own show, give it its own platform. Um, and I hope Kerry Silken is pissed off, <laughs> to say the least. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes if you make a, make a deal, you kind of have to just, take what comes of it you know what i mean oh absolutely but still i mean you and i i mean and i'm sure chris best as well we love ring of honor and the classic ring of honor even now i mean my most favorite ring of honor match is uh kenta uh kenta kobayashi versus samoa joe so ah <laughs> uh, a classic yeah yes it's going to be very interesting. Um, so much surrounding everything that's happening right now with AEW and this wrestle dream that um, apparently is supposed to be like a tribute for Inoki, essentially. Right. Right. Um, yeah, because Inoki was the original owner of New Japan. He was, well, he was the founder. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he was the founder, right? So I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm interested either way. Kind of I like having this air of unknown with it all because it kind of makes me a little more interested if you know what I mean. Yes. I, I thought just came across my mind. We know New Japan's trying to get into the North American market. What if Tony Khan uh, actually, what if he's not necessarily purchasing New Japan, but actually becoming like the president of New Japan America? Well, say. right, right. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I actually, that's a good, good one, Chris, because I did think about that. What if he's just purchased the New Japan LA Dojo? And, and, assisting, and assisting with New Japan, trying to get over in the North American market. Right. That. That I would believe more than him buying 
New Japan Pro and getting all of it. Because, yeah, I mean, as- yes, yes, he's <laughs> had the success with Forbidden Door, but now you're going to do essentially Forbidden Door 3 with Wrestle Dream. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but this one is sort of a an amalgamation of worldwide companies coming together. It's almost like his own personal WrestleCon. So Carl and I have discussed this in the past as well. We discussed the AEW Plus being uh, um, copywritten or put in the patent office. What if this is Tony Khan doing that? What if this is Tony Khan uh, purposely doing it so he can create an ROA, the ROH video library? Now he's going to have New Japan America as a video library slash promotion. So now he's building up that collection of uh, videos that he can put on this streaming service that he's working towards putting together. Right. Um, That's going to be interesting given the, in all likelihood, the AEW PLE move to Max. Okay, but what if Max is partnering with them and that's how we get AEW Plus? Well, Max is its own streaming platform already. That's what I mean. It'd be just like Peacock with the WWE. Yeah. There is that possibility. So, Carl, what are your thoughts on that? (laughs) AEW is already having a strong TV deal with Warner Brothers Discovery with TBS and TNT. Mm -hmm. The next logical move would be a streaming deal just as omd has put out yeah max warner brother discovery service max um could eventually be where it's going but quoting mr tony khan he says i'm very open to putting aew events on a streaming platform i think it would be a great thing i think we're frankly close enough to the end of our media obligations here and our current deal where that sounds like a new deal to me. And it's the kind of thing that would be part of a new media rights package. And that would be really great for us. So it's something I would really like to do. It's outside of the scope of our current contract, which is for our live TV events and our pay-per-view events. And we've got something really great happening says, I have no interest in doing like a tryout at this point. We've been doing this for three and a half years. I'm not going to do a six-month, nine-month tryout on streaming. I don't think it makes sense for any of us. Good for him. I tend to agree with Tony on that one for once. Yep, yep. Good for him. (laughs) Good for him. Yeah. And we know that, uh, and from what I've been hearing as well, with if they do this move to max, they will increase to 12 pay-per-views a year. Right. Yes, they will go up to 12. Yes. Which, which is fantastic. Good for them. Why not? Why freaking not? And here's the thing. I, I, wonder, how that's, I wonder how that's going to work up here in Canada because max is a part of Crave, uh, Crave up here. Right? Yep. It may be an extra little in-app purchase within Crave. Yeah. Right. Might be. You know what? Let's keep our focus on streaming services for a moment here. Let's move on to the next topic. SmackDown is going to the USA Network. What happens with Hulu? Well, I could tell you that the WWE and Hulu may have reached a temporary agreement to keep content streaming on the platform. WWE has been strengthening its relationship with USA and NBC Universal, agreeing to uh, a deal to bring SmackDown back to the USA just last week. It's next day streaming rights with Hulu has seemed as rocky as ever following the SmackDown 
to USA announcement, Hulu would list WWE content on their platform as expiring on Monday and Tuesday of this week, with the service later confirming their deal with the WWE was coming to an end. So, SmackDown moves to USA. Hulu's like, bitch, please, we're done. No more. But, um, go ahead. What do you, what do you got? From what I have read on this was that the contract had come up. So mm-hmm. it wasn't that they were just, you know, we're done. It was that the contract had come up. So they said, put this under watch later. So that while well, we try to negotiate a new deal. Right. And while they were waiting and, you know, kind of talking about a new deal, all of this happened. Okay. Yes. So then they're like, we already don't have anything with you. So the content was set to be pulled from Hulu on September 24th, 2022. But the two sides agreed to a short-term extension through September 29th as they continued to negotiate. They would all come back and forth. And now it seems that, uh, you know, things may be coming to a finalization and an end. Now, I may be reading incorrectly here. Um, No, 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 I'm not. This happened a year ago. This was something that happened a year ago where they kept things going for a little bit longer. Now there's talks of it coming back off again so i did have the year 2022 correct as i was i was digging into this because i'm like i gotta find out some stuff about this um yeah so it's gonna be really interesting to see should the content be taken off of hulu it'll end the partnership between the two sides it started back in september of 2012 And my friends over at Wrestling Inc. have actually reached out to the WWE for comment on this, but they haven't received a response as of the time of the writing of this, which was today at 11.33 a.m. Okay. JJ, I love you, brother. Thank you. Um, As part of this move with SmackDown to USA, one of the other things that I have been hearing is that USA may now lose... Raw and NXT. Oh, that's interesting. Where where have you heard this? Uh, we need we need was, to make sure we got our sources. I got this from Sportskeeda from FW4 Online. It was on Wrestling News Source. All of these places were getting it that those shows may be moved off of USA or moved to a new time slot. Which that's means we may we, not get raw on Mondays. That's what uh, I was talking to Carl at, about at the beginning of the show last night with Mr. Meltzer saying that take what he says what what he says with a grain of salt because I don't believe a single word of that. <laughs> no, it wasn't right. just it wasn't. You also believe, mentioned Sportskeeda, and they're also questionable too, dude. Um, I believe Brian Alvarez. Okay, Alvarez is a little better. Um, but you, I mean, and, you, you gave us a few different places that it's at. That's what that's what I'm happy about. I want to make sure that we've got, you know, ducks in a row where we can actually be like, yes, this is, uh, you know, multiple sources are are saying this. Right. Um, yeah. Um, they are JJ, also apparently. I want to know, JJ, where did you see that info? saying that uh, USA didn't update their contract for Raw or NXT. They wanted SmackDown, and that's it. I haven't seen that yet, um, and I'd love for you to share that with me if you do If you do have that. And when Dave, said, when Dave had reported it, he said the possible move for Raw to Wednesday would be to com- so that they don't have to compete against Monday Night Football. But in the back of my head, I'm like, well, they've been doing this for years and years and years. Like, why now? Why make the move now? Right. 
the the big thing right now from what I've heard on this is because Monday Night Football is now being shown on ABC this year due to the um, Hollywood strike. So now that much now that it's not just on ESPN and everybody's getting full access to it again on ABC, that's what's going to cause the ratings to drop. But now if you move it to Tuesday or Wednesday, now you're competing with your competition and you're going to go right back to the Wednesday night wars. Right. Do we want that Wednesday night war again? Mm. No, no. I like to well, have I mean, that. If you I were like to put to have Raw up against, if you were to put Raw up against AEW, I feel like Raw wins. I think so too. <laughs> um, like no question about it. So, no but question. I, and this goes back to a topic. I can't remember if it was a couple of weeks ago when Chris Best and I were discussing the Triple H sitting with Jeff Bezos. I was going to bring that up too because and going back to the streaming Ari services and Ari Emanuel for Prime, or does this is this where Prime or Disney Plus become the major player then for those those two brands? Well, see, so because Hulu is owned by Disney and Hulu backed out, I don't think Disney's in the deal anymore. Maybe, unfortunately. Unfortunately for us in Canada, at least. Because I don't subscribe to Crave. I don't want to. I don't need to. Right. But I need my Disney. (laughs) I need my Boy Meets World, damn it. So I've got Disney (laughs) Plus. I know you subscribe to Prime, Carl. So if we we can get WWE streaming on there, we'd still get it, you know? As do and that's I. Ari, right? That's Ari. That's that's uh, you know kind of doing shit with uh, with Prime, um, who is part of the company right now, is he not? I believe so. Ari Emanuel had some sort of investment in it. Oh, yeah. Really? That I that I did not know. So if he's already got an investment in the company, it makes a little more sense for that to happen then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we also do know that Comcast has discussed a merger or a takeover of Warner Brothers Discovery. And Comcast owns NBC Universal. Right. So it's huh. there is a lot of moving parts here. There is. Yeah. There is a lot. It make your head spin, give you a migraine. Right. The one, both the one thing I, the one thing I just don't want is Monday, is Raw being moved off Mondays because it's become so ingrained in our, in our, in our heads that right? Monday night is wrestling night. Right. Yeah. And it's been Monday that way. Has since always, the yeah. 80s. Exactly. Right? Um, and that's what I'm saying. Right? With primetime and, wrestling on Monday nights. And could you imagine if. It does move off of Mondays if Comcast and TKO can agree to this merger and buyout with Warner Brothers. Now you've got the two biggest companies in the world, arguably, under one umbrella. Now do you see crossover between them, cross-branding? And do you see 24 pay-per-views or do you see 52 pay-per-views a year with one a week? Stop it. Stop it right now. I mean, the UFC has already got like 52 pay-per-views, so... Right. (laughs) I love my professional wrestling, but I do not want, you know, 24 pay-per-views or premium live events from the same company. It totally would take away from... The right. shows from Raw, from SmackDown, from NXT. You won't have time to build. You won't have time to do any good shit. You won't have time to get people invested to want to purchase that pay-per-view or premium live event. Yeah. Right. 
That would be ridiculousness. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. No. I couldn't handle it. No, I couldn't. I mean, as we talked last night, you know, you get those weekends like WrestleMania where there is just so much in that two weeks to get through. Right. We were talking about that. We were talking about that with our good friend, Chris Parrish as well, who's joined us in the chat saying round two boys. Oh, yeah. No, no, you're hundred percent, hundred percent. Right. Definitely. There's so much good shit that's happening between all the companies. And I'm not just like clumping everything to the WWE. I'm not a WWE fanboy. I'm not a WWE mark. I'm not, you know, an AEW mark. I'm not a New Japan mark. I'm not any of those. I am a fan of professional wrestling. Whether that is large company whether that is mid-sized company, whether that is just streaming on YouTube, or whether that is the local promotions that decide to come and run through the city here, I am a fan of professional wrestling. But at some point, too much is too much. Right? Yeah, and that's uh, that's how I kind of felt last night after watching Raw, because... I watched five and a half hours of wrestling yesterday, basically. Right. I, I went from watching the OBW show to watching Raw. Right. Two different brands of entertainment, but still very fun to watch, actually. Right. I'm just going to put this up and everybody else can. <laughs> Parrish, I love you. Love you, brother. <laughs> I love you, man. We love you, Parrish. I mean, more than I needed to know. I mean, as long as you didn't use your thumb to plug it, we're all good. We're going to leave it at that. For all of you yeah. that listen to this without watching the video, now you need to go and watch the video to understand what we're talking about when we see Chris Parrish's comment come up on screen. I could see it a year from now. I'm listening to the show and I'm like, what did Parrish say? <laughs> <laughs> and if you are one of those that listens to the show, I thank you very much. So I do uh, good pods, check out good pods, go there, check out the show on good pods, leave a review. Even if it's just a set amount of stars that you want to leave without a comment, I can tell you that it does help get us noticed to more people. And I appreciate it greatly when you guys do. Um, you know, something I I'm not appreciating hearing about what had to happen with Hollywood. Now, I know that, you know, Dan, you were talking a little bit about this, OMD. Um, Hollywood, Haley J. One of the most amazing lady wrestlers, female professional wrestlers. Screw that. One of the great professional wrestlers on the independent scene right now who really came to limelight and focus with Al Snow's documentary with a documentary called The Wrestlers featuring OVW. Well, it turns out that her tryout had to be canceled due to an issue with her medical paperwork. And I'm glad that we were able to find that. There isn't a whole lot more that I have on it, mm -hmm. but I'm just like super saddened about this for her. She will receive another tryout with the WWE in the future, but it just sucks that it had to happen right now, considering the success that the wrestlers has been having on Netflix for her to have to go through this. And I, I freaking hate it. Chris yep. Best, how do you feel about this? It just flat out sucks. 
I mean, I've only just become a fan of her because I hadn't heard of her. And I watched matches like left, right, and center. Last match mm-hmm. I watched with her was her versus uh, Amazing Maria, which I don't know if that's her actual mom or her kayfabe mom. But that, that is her actual. That is her, her actual, actual mother. Okay, I thought so. But no, she, that match and her as a character was just fucking entertaining. Her as that heel, I wanted to. I'm like, I'm watching her do this, and I'm like, she would have made a great partner with Chelsea Green if she actually made it to the WWE roster through the right, tryouts yeah. and everything like that. But this, right. yeah, bums me out. I'm glad that WWE has already said that they're going to give her a future opportunity. So, yes. <clears throat> and she only hope. started her career back in 2020. Yeah. Like, so to go from independent OVW, um, women's champion in OVW wrestled once in the NWA a few times on AEW dark. She is a second generation wrestling star. Um, six time OVW women's champion since 2020 in OVW storylines, of course Um, for her in three years to get a tryout is insane. OMD, how do you feel about it? I'm bummed for her. I am disappointed. Um, Again, to echo both of your sentiments, you know, I'm glad that they are going to give her the future opportunity. Um, Again, it's, you know, a medical paperwork issue. You know, it's, you know, and it's probably something simple. But, we don't know. We're not there to read the paperwork and see what it is. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it's like other sports where, you know, you have to pass a physical to get the tryout. Right. They're, they're actually, they do have to go through a physical before the tryouts. <clears throat> see, Chris Parrish is asking a good question. Could it be her weed use? I, I wonder if possibly it is. Um, um, from what I understand, the WWE does not test for weed anymore. Weed anymore. Right. They might not test for it, but if they know, they might be a little more standoffish. Um, <laughs> Matt Riddle. Um, right. Uh, Randy Orton. But he did as Parrish says, Endeavor might. Endeavor right. may. So, yes, they the don't. WWE didn't. What would you say, Chris? I'm going to say they don't because Dana White doesn't test for that either. Dana White fired Matt Riddle for weed. That was back when they were testing for weed, but now they don't. They've since oh. eliminated that. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe at some point we'll actually get to see uh, what the issue with the medical papers were. Right now, we don't know. All we know is that it is a shitty situation for Hollywood. And uh, I'm happy that they're going to give her another opportunity. I think we're all in agreement yeah, on that. And if, and if I'm Hollywood, I'm, if I'm Haley J right now, I'm uh, going back to OVW, going through the independence again and proving why... WWE picked me to do pick me to do that tryout in the first place. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Al Snow is a fan of of Haley's. So there's there's no reason why she wouldn't be, you know, she she wasn't let go or she wasn't removed from OBW or anything like no, that. She's she still on, working. She was for on OBW TV this week. So yeah. Right. Like she's still working for them. So yeah, perish. Yeah, that would be a slimy move, but mm, I can right? see Tony doing it. Parrish is saying it would be slimy but funny if AEW signed her for those that are listening in audio format. Yes. Uh, 
thank you, Haley. Hollywood, Haley J, for giving us some great entertainment. And we're looking forward to what comes next. Absolutely. What's coming next for us is some talk about Sammy Callahan. What I'm interested in about this is that Sammy Callahan has taken to the socials to essentially say, this is when my deal runs out. This is when it's done. I haven't done anything else, but here's when I'm a free agent. Okay. Okay. Is this something that you don't see happen very often? No. But a very smart move on his part, I believe. Taking really from, uh, you know, the annals of like a Matt Cardona who did what he needed to do, business for himself. Sammy doing the same thing here. Right. But it's not like Sammy Callahan is um, foreign to professional wrestling. Right. 36-year-old has worked with the WWE, New Japan, MLW, so many different companies out there, Impact Wrestling. So much that this guy has done. Where do we see this going? So I'm already going to say this. Uh, Triple H has already expressed interest in signing him. And I know the relationship between Sammy and Triple H isn't strained. There's actually a decent relationship between the two of them. So it wouldn't surprise me if we see him back there. I don't know if we see him back on NXT as Solomon Crow. Because he's built his name as Sammy Callahan now. Right. Um, I see him re-signing an impact. We know that there is mutual interest on both parties there. He has essentially become the face of the company. Um, taking up the mantle from guys like AJ Styles and James Storm. Um we know that he did develop that reputation a few years ago with that incident with the baseball bat to Eddie Edwards. eye. yeah, but he has come a long way since then. And that's really been the only strike against him. Mm. Um, so I see him resigning. I'm wondering what Tony Khan has to say about him coming. If he goes to AEW, cause I can imagine the bloodbaths him and Moxley would have. He and Mox are best friends, and they uh, they own Revolver Pro Wrestling together, or Pro Wrestling Revolver. So it wouldn't be much. It wouldn't be much for Sammy to go there either. No, it wouldn't. Nope. Well, let's just say the but Sammy's, world is Sammy's oyster right now. As as we've seen, you know, you've got husbands and wives that are willing to go and work in different companies, but he does have his wife there in Jessica, the former Havoc. Yep. So it's it's interesting to see where that's gonna go. And I mean, so his is con contract is coming up in just a couple of days. You've got a number of other impact stars whose contracts are coming up. PCO at the end of October. But for Dion, PCO as well, the world is his oyster as well. PCO can go anywhere and he'd be making money, you know? Oh, yep. yeah. Deanna Perrazzo early in the new year. As um, has just come out. I wouldn't mind her going back to the WWE. I wouldn't mind seeing just more of her. Uh, I'm a right? fan of Diana's. Absolutely. I've been for a very long time. I have been since she was in Ring of Honor before she went to NXT. And then her very brief one or two match stint on the main roster before they release her. Mm -hmm. So 
I, I come to the question here. So now we we know about Sammy Callahan, who's put it out under the socials. We know about Diana. We know about PCO. We know about these stars whose contracts are coming up and they're talking about being free agents. The kayfabe in situations is no longer there. And I get that. I know that it's not going to be. But do you think that this is going to be the new way that uh, things are going to go for a lot of these independent stars? For them to put out there into the ether of the interwebs, letting other companies know that they will be available if they want to reach out? More than likely. I mean, I can I can absolutely see it. Do I like it? No. I'm sure these companies do all talk because you've probably got somebody from WWE has called Impact to say, hey, when's this person's contract up? We are interested. Or would you mind if we bring them in for a tryout? They will still honor their contract. Right. And I'd rather be that, not necessarily the backroom politics, but it's another way of social media destroying, I guess, the fourth wall of pro wrestling. Okay. Welcome in, Ed. Thank you so much for popping in. I know that uh, you're busy watching NXT for taking over happening at around 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our local establishment with you and Astrid Pizarro. Um, okay, so I just want to catch up here quick. JJ found the sources for me. Um, he says the sources are Hollywood Insider, Bloomberg, and Bleacher Reports. Bleacher Report is also saying that uh, NBC is in top running for Raw and NXT. So thank wow. you, JJ, for finding those sources for me. I really appreciate that. Um, to give you a little bit of context back into that, um, he's saying that the USA Network didn't update or renew the contract for Raw or NXT. They only wanted SmackDown. Those were the sources for it. But let's keep in and mind that NBC owns the USA Network. Exactly. True. Ed's and got, I actually. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You got one. Yes. In, in relation to Ed's comment here, I never got to see Solomon Crow in NXT. Okay. I did. And uh, I sort of agree with Ed here that he was a bit misused. He should have been a little bit more of a top contender because he was fantastic or he is fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, is, yeah. Sometimes perceptions change, though. Right. <laughs> and nobody did. It was very brief. I guess True. I'm nobody then. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, perceptions can definitely change, especially if you've... If you see this person, Solomon Crow, and you're just kind of like, eh, I don't know, but then you release them or they're gone and they go and work somewhere else and they prove themselves, then, you know, you can kind of look at it and go, hmm, I think I'm kind of liking this now. I didn't see that before, but I'm seeing it now, mm -hmm. which can make a bit of a difference, right? Right. Sammy yeah, Callahan like I remember. Is, I remember actually being upset that Solomon Crow got released. So, right? Yeah, Sammy's going to be free at some point. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. And I'm going to put this just out there. Like, I think this, I think this would be really cool. But if Sammy did go did go to WWE, and let's say he goes back to NXT, how cool would it be if he teamed up with Joe Gacy? I think that would be really fun. I think so too. I like that idea. 
I really do. I like that idea. I think that's a fantastic idea. We're going to have to wait and see what happens yep. with Sammy Callahan. Just as I want all of you to wait and see what we've got for our showstopper tonight. Before we get to that, though, I do want to talk about Rogue Energy. RogueEnergy.com has amazing energy drinks, amazing supplements available for you the sugars are down the carbs are down vegan friendly it's all there and available for you we're going to play a little video for you as our one commercial break during this episode stick around it's only 40 seconds we'll be right back energy rogue energy rogue energy.com use our promo code ole pods and get 10 percent off your order every single time that you make a purchase over there great staff over there customer service is fantastic and the product is phenomenal delicious is the word <laughs> It has been a little while, Parrish. I haven't played the video in a little while, and I figured it was due time that we could put just a quick commercial break in there. Our showstopper for tonight is, yes, what everybody has been talking about as of late Walking Contract Dictions. WWE announced today that they hired Jade Cargill amongst all these releases that have happened over the last week. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Not only hiring her, but showcasing her on their socials, like taunting the fact that they, hey, we hired this this woman. Meanwhile, you've got the released wrestlers sitting at home who are probably pissed off and bummed out that they got this release happening. You know what I mean? So I, I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not knocking Jade Cargill. I think it's a great deal. I think it's awesome oh, that yeah. she's coming to WWE. I think she's going to gain a lot more seasoning by going through the PC because let's face it, she's not a great in-ring worker. <clears throat> but hiring her while all these releases happen just uh, kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit, you know? Okay. And I figured um, it would for a lot of people. OMD, how do you feel about it? I'm, you know, I am of the same mindset, but I also understand, like, when these people get released, a lot of it is people in catering. I mean, Bully Ray touched on it, though, the other day in, um, oh, Busted Open. Busted right? Open. Busted Open when he said, you know, you're an entertainment company and you've got nothing for Elias. Now, we know that these wrestlers have these 90-day no-compete clauses, but how much of that three months that they have to sit at home are they being paid out on their contracts? So right. you get to be at home with your family, probably have a decent severance package, and recover from injuries, whether you've worked main event or just house shows and haven't been doing anything on TV. 
um, they know that they've got all these other opportunities coming up. Right. Um, and we knew that, you know, the Black Wednesday that normally occurs every year, the week after WrestleMania, just got delayed by six months this year. So we knew they were coming. Um, I find it just, the big thing I have with it is, what do you do with all of these storylines that you were working through, especially when you've got an important match coming up, such as this weekend? Yeah. With Mustafa Ali and his getting canned. Right. I mean, he was, he was in the middle of one of the major angles on NXT. And then, and yes, Parrish, I, I saw your comments. He says, I've seen a lot of them happy for their releases, plus a lot of these releases were doing what? And like That's I said, Mustafa Ali was... Oh, sorry, JJ. I, I saw Parrish's name pop up afterwards. <laughs> um, well, we did have Emma sitting at home. We did have quite a few of them sitting at home. But it just bums me out because I see something like Emma posting how excited she uh, she was to potentially be a part of the elimination chamber taking uh taking place in perth and then one hour later saying oh that's not happening and you right. can feel a heartbreak in her tweet on that right right and i mean absolutely i mean they want to go home but this is the second time wwe has botched with emma yeah yet She's gone to Ring of Honor. She's gone to New Japan. She went to Impact as Tennille Dashwood. And what did she do? She knocked them. Yeah, knocked everybody on their ass. So they can go. And again, the world is their oyster. They can sit at home, recover, and entertain offers until the cows come home. She can go. I mean, we've got Cassie Lee is coming up in a match back home in Sydney on my birthday so you know it's not like Tennille can't go home and do it so i want to get to parish's comment here because this is something that i wanted to bring up as well great minds think alike it says 95 percent of the released workers weren't being used and were, weren't doing anything to help the company in terms of actually drawing Jade Cargill is a name that will sell tickets and was planned well before the cuts started happening with Nick Khan and Triple H pushing for it back as long as they could, long as they could. Right, right, right. So this isn't. Yes, while it is news that just came out and broke today that, yes, there is a contract that has been signed. It isn't as though this was just a slight at these other workers who were released. This is something that had been planned and been uh, thought yeah. through. And But I'm just thinking right. along those lines of those wrestlers who wanted to work for the WWE who got released and, you know what I mean, and are right. heartbroken right. over the situation. You know what I'm saying? But... But oh, yeah. I mean, again, again, you've got these other situations. I mean, you look at the flip side of the coin. You look at all these other names that are coming up, you know, and from other companies and even in the WWE, like Sheamus is up early next year. Drew McIntyre is up early next year. Uh, apparently, All Elite Adam is very close to being done. So they are going to have their pick. But again, you've got these companies with bloated rosters. Hmm. But again, you've got MLW. You've got New Japan where these guys can go hone their craft and then come back in a year or two. Yeah, that's, I mean, well. with these releases, yeah. exactly. That's exactly what can happen. That's exactly yeah, what's we've going seen, to we've happen seen it with before. a lot of these names. Right. Now, would I see Emma take a third opportunity to come back? No, not likely. But what about Elias? Elias, would he take Elias, a third? Elias, I could absolutely see doing it. Elias is one I've already said I can see coming back. Elias Even if it's just for a one-off gimmick spot in the Royal Rumble, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> 
Elias will be the musical guest at WrestleMania next year. <laughs> He'll sing the national anthem. Yep. <laughs> Parrish is saying uh, cuts weren't something that was wanted. It was Endeavor and TKO that forced it. It's why the WWE tried to increase revenue as much as they could to prolong these cuts, if not do them at all. But from a business side, how can you not sign Jade Cargill at the expense of who you let go? Oh no, I, right. I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, she was a she was a hot free agent. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Um, like, and I mean, I, I agree with your earlier assessment as well, Chris. I mean, you know, she's still very green in the ring. Not she's a only been worker. in the business for two years. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I've compared her to a female Goldberg. Um, yeah, and I know, and I know it's a multi-year deal, and I know she's not receiving like Charlotte or Becky type money, but it's significantly more than what any new signing would make. And her going through the PC and the pictures that they showed her uh, doing the training in the PC, she actually looked really happy to be doing it. So, right. I think. Um. Okay, so Parrish is right here. Says Jade will get PC training, and that alone tops what AEW can offer. Okay, I feel what yeah. you're what you're saying yeah. there. I definitely am. I'm gonna have to, you know, go to what Papa Bear said. I saw him put out a uh, a post earlier today about Jade Cargill, where he says. Jade Cargill getting this time at the PC and then coming up to main roster. This could be this generation's Becky and Charlotte or Lita and Trish if we were to get Jade and Rhea. I absolutely love the sound of that. I think that it's fantastic. And Bianca. And Bianca. Right. Yep. If she right, goes I, to the main roster right from PC, those those women there could show her the ropes. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. I, I've got a coworker who literally said, Jade and Bianca at WrestleMania, book it. And I, I'm not in that big a hurry to see that. It would be a phenomenal match, but to try and go from September to make that happen in six months, no, I'd give it a year and a half and do it okay. at WrestleMania 4. Okay, so I'm going to – I agree with you on that one, but here's something I can see actually happening. Jade Cargill making an appearance in the Royal Rumble. Yes, absolutely. That would be great. I I would love that. I would be I would be all for that. Um, yeah, that make that her official in ring debut. I kind of like what Parrish is saying here too, as well. Yep. What if Jade and Bianca forge a team and join Bobby Lashley's group? That'd be kind of fun. I could see. Uh, I could see Jade doing that. I could see Bianca and Bianca doing that, actually. Right, right. I think it would be great. I, I don't see why not. There's no reason why that can't happen. But no, I, they could yeah, be, they could be the they could be the new pretty mean sisters. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta say, I, I do like her going through the PC. This to me shows that. Uh, while she was fielding the offers from many different companies, there were a few other companies that were trying to get her. This to yeah. me actually showed that she, that despite her two years in the business, she actually has an interest in continuing her in-ring career. And there were a lot of doubts about her not continuing that after her AW contract ended. Right. Right. I mean, the, I'm and happy she did. Of, I believe it was Parrish a few weeks ago. We were talking that said, you know, she wants to be a star. So she wants to, 
you know, maybe follow in Dwayne's footsteps or John's footsteps and go to Hollywood and WWE can offer her that platform. Okay, so a stepping stone into, sure, that could work as well. Could yep. be, could be reasonings, could be, uh, you know, why she is doing it. I don't, I don't think that that's a main focus and reason. No, but I think that it's an added perk for sure. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I mean, again, please don't quote me on that. I don't know if it was perish for sure, but. Yes, she owns a. Yeah. A softball team in texas and and yeah i mean jj definitely this this would be a good business move for her especially owning that pro softball team why not i mean they'll definitely be able to allow her to still do that she owns it right they're not going to be like that no you got to sell it can't have this you gotta go they're going to be there. They're going to help. They're going to want to promote. They're going to want to do these things because, well, they're going to be promoting their product there as well, which yeah. is only going like, to help everyone else. Like I can, I can see Jade one day, one day on an episode of raw coming out, wearing her softball team Jersey or something like that, or in a backstage segment wearing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Parrish is saying Jade and Kyrie can be added to the Rumble now, which is lining up to be a good Rumble for the women. Plus, we can all speculate, but Mercedes hasn't signed anywhere yet, and Bailey is upfront and honest in trying to get her to come back to the WWE. Also, OMD, it wasn't me, but I have said the WWE stage can elevate people more than any other company right yeah so as far as the mercedes comment please dear god no please i kind no. of like right now that mercedes is out getting a little bit more seasoning and maybe if she does come back to the wwe she will come back as a better performer i think so as well to be honest i am not a fan of Mercedes. I, I was never a big fan of Sasha Banks, uh, but her theme song was catchy, and that's about it for me. <laughs> well, well, I'm I'm a heavy metal kind of guy. Her theme really wasn't that heavy metal. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm a metal guy too, go, but I just I just like that snare at the beginning, you know. <laughs> <laughs> to have her go and uh, you know hone and get better, whatever. Right and come back. I think everybody is deserving of that opportunity at some point. Right? If you feel that you are being, uh, you know, plateaued, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to use it now. The WWE hasn't plateaued, but maybe Mercedes plateaued and uh, decides <laughs> to go off and uh, do her own thing to find that passion once again, even, and then come mm -hmm. back as a better, stronger version. I'm all for it. I mean, that's what a lot of wrestlers have done. Mike Cardona, uh, Drew McIntyre. Right. Uh, Ring Cody Stereo did it. Cody. Mm -hmm. Cody did it. Yeah. Right, Parrish. Same with me. Right. She's a draw. Yeah. Even though I'm not a fan of, of her, I also can't deny that fact. Same okay. with me. One of the other things I really wish she would do is get rid of that stupid looking hairstyle she has right now. So... Sorry, it just looks you don't like, like the Swiss cheese. On her head. You don't. You don't like the blue cheese look. I do like blue cheese, but I don't like that look. It looks like a turtle <laughs> is on her head. You know. Hey, to to each their own when it comes to fashions. Yeah. You guys have anything else you want to talk about when it comes to uh, to this showstopper segments that we've got here on this episode today? I think we covered it all. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe we have. I mean, because it does cover everything. It, go, it covers the free agents that we've got coming up for the next year and a half. Right. To, you know, one signing. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see where some of these free agents do end up. And, you know, 
it's almost you almost want to have a a wrestle draft every year to say hey instead of doing a one-year contract let's have these companies sit down and have a draft that would be cool actually i think it would be very interesting very very I mean, can you can you imagine like we tune in on onto like tsn and we see like tony khan uh, a representative from Hughes, nick khan all sitting there talking about which wrestlers they want to pick or something like that when is that show on mr chris parish wrestle draft that show on ole Mr. Parrish, I, I was trying to give you a uh, cheap pop there. So, While we wait for that to happen, OMD, tell the people where they can find you. <coughs> Excuse me. They can find me on Facebook at Daniel Harisic, on Snapchat, <laughs> One Man Dynamic, capitals on OMD, and on Twitch at OMD17. You can catch me every Monday night on the Raw Watch along with Mr. Carafel and Mr. Best. You can catch me on Thursdays with The Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke and every, I'll say every other Tuesday for right now on right here on Turnbuckle Talk. Mr. Best. All right. You can catch me on YouTube at Chris Damage 83, Twitch TV, CBRS underscore entertainment, threads.net, CBestFilms83, Facebook.com, Chris.Best83, TikTok.com, CBRS.entertainment. You can catch me here 8 p.m. Eastern Monday night with the Raw Watch along alongside Carl, alongside OMD as well. And 805 Eastern every Tuesday night. We'll be here doing Turnbuckle Talk. Who knows what next week's uh, stories are going to bring. There's always something going on in the wrestling world. JJ saying the draft has been a great idea so far. A good storyline they stick to. Yes. And then normally Wednesdays at 8 p.m. is going to be uh, the wrestle draft, but on hiatus for a few weeks. Just an FYI for y'all. I am Carl Carafel, and you can find me at my link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Carl Carafel. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash K-A-R-L-K-A-R-U-F-E-L. We need to make sure that we talk about our good friends with RealWrestling.net. Those guys over there have taken Turnbuckle Talk and made us international over in the United Kingdom. Thank you so much to my good friends over at RealWrestling.net. And if you guys are interested in any merchandise from Turnbuckle Studios, check out CarlCarafel.RedBubble.com. That is where you're going to be able to find all the merchandise that is available for a plethora of different shows that are on the network here. I am Carl Carafel. That up there is Chris Best and OMD. You guys have been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, everyone, the world's a scary place. Take care of each other.